Hey, everyone. Welcome to Hollywood Sports Mom. Thanks for coming back. It's the show where we talk about everything. We talk about Hollywood. We talk about celebs I like and celebs I hate, athletes I like and hate. Um, we talk about life stuff. We talk about curveballs thrown at us in life, which I know we've hit upon quite a lot. Today's show is super fun because we're going to talk about something that kind of affects everybody. It's our home. It's our home. It's the place we live. And that's an important place, right? We spend the most time there. So I have in studio with me today, Eddie Ryder from Eddie Ryder Designs. Hi, Eddie. Hey, how are you? Good afternoon. Oh, thanks for coming in. It's Ed- a wonderful hot day. I know. Eddie and I are laughing because we're good friends. Um, and this is a little bit awkward. But anyway, um, so Eddie is, okay, you're a big time designer. Okay, don't be all humble about it. Like Eddie designs homes worth millions of dollars. He's brought me through them and he's not, and correct me if I'm wrong, Eddie, he's not like the decorator, so to speak, although you're good at that. He's the guy who's going to come in and be like, I think your, your foyer should have a curve to the staircase that's different and unique. It's crazy, crazy luxury, high end, cool stuff. Right. That is very correct. And thank you for the kudos. Uh, That is very much true. One element that I feel that I do differently, and a lot of this is because of schooling, which, believe it or not, wasn't too far from you in the West Coast when you were there, is um, understanding the philosophy and from the beginning to the very end. It's just not being a decorator or a designer. It's understanding the construction process, whether or not you need a spiral staircase or a straight staircase. And again, this is on new construction, not remodeling um, or either just fluffing, as we call it, a home. It's understanding all of that from the beginning to the end. And what separates me and what I try and do with it is make it fun, laugh during the process, educate you a little bit, although often clients say, well, I don't really care about the thickness of the windows and how many. Explain it. But again, what makes it pretty and take it from beginning to end and communicating with the vendors. Today, as an example, we were talking about earlier, I was on a job site for three hours, ran and met you, and I have to go back for another couple of hours to look at sinkholes, to look at countertops, uh, anything that is not necessarily pretty that's behind the scenes, that all plays into what I do. And the overall I, the product. Overall product, the product. overall process. And the reason that has happened is I've been in the industry for a long time, and I've learned what works and what doesn't work and Mm -hmm. ultimately what the client likes and what the builder likes and sometimes what the builder needs. And that's where we are. We are Mm -hmm. in a different world. I mean, it's not LA and California expense, but here in Wake County, North Carolina, I know Mm -hmm. your listeners are everywhere. Mm -hmm. We are easily topping over a million dollars for lots, um, which is insane. insane. And then we are three to four to $500 a square foot for your home. And many um, listeners may say, well, what in the world is that? Right. So if you have a 5,000 square foot heated house, mm-hmm. you multiply 5,000, say right now an average is closer to $400 a square foot. You multiply 500 times 400 and that gets your number. Oh. And it's not 500,000, it's there. And right. so it's important. You spend right. that kind of money. You spend, and it takes, oh my gosh, 18 months sometimes to build a home now. Right. You want it to be right. You want it to be beautiful. If you spend $20,000 on a countertop in your kitchen, you want to make blank sure that it's beautiful totally. and you'll love it. So that's I just how went that through plays. That. Yes. yes. Okay. So your company is called Eddie Ryder Designs. Correct. Okay. Is that the website? That is the website as well as 
plain and as simple as you okay. can get. Rider as in R-I-D-E-R, Eddie yes. Rider Designs. Um, you have a new podcast called Designers Lane Podcast, which is on YouTube, uh, Spotify, a bunch of other, the normal podcast platforms. And I yes. love it. And we're going to talk about it in a minute. We're also, just for all of you out there, we're going to hit you with like five things that Eddie can't stand when he sees when he walks into a house so we can all then run and fix them. Okay. Um, and then five, maybe cool kind of new things that are coming up, stuff like that. So just really bottom line stuff that we can all use to, what did you say? Fluff up our homes. You can fluff up, stylize all kinds of words. Absolutely. Okay. Stylize, fluff up. Okay. But first we're going to talk about how Eddie and I met, um, cause there's a little life lesson here, I think. Um, and I'm going to share it. So Eddie and I met because your fabulous mom, yes, who is in her late seventies. I don't think she'd care if I said no, her age. Not at all. Right? She's very proud of her age. Right. Um, and her name, <laughs> <laughs> Alma. His mother, Alma, comes and helps me with my little guy two days a week. And when I first met Alma, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like you know, she's. I hope my son's not too wild for her. I hope, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, she's in her seventies. Like, I hope it's okay. Well. <laughs> Alma's a rock star. Okay. So Alma is, like I said, in her late seventies and she goes to boot camp all the time and she keeps five trying days to, a week. five days a week, she keeps trying to convince me to go to boot camp with her and I keep avoiding it because I swear she's going to kick my ass in boot camp. And I'm like, I, but you would love it. I, you would totally, love it. totally. But anyway, I've had a rough year, so I haven't been able to exercise much, but Alma, um, comes from this rural farm town. Fair to say, right? Sure. Yes. Harnett County. V but I mean, yeah. Done is building up now, but I think they started with the train track is yeah. how as many Paul towns did. And um, done is very small. Yeah. Um, and many dirt floors. And, yeah. And, done. yeah. and she had a ton of siblings and they shared beds. It's just a beautiful story of her upbringing, which is probably what made her so tough, by the way. But I got to say, she's also wild and hysterically wild. So yes. I don't know if you know this. There are times I have to put her and my son in timeout yes. together, yeah. like double oh, timeout. Okay. Seriously. I'm like, you two, it's nap time. And they're having pillow fights. They're breaking the pillows. I'm like, OK, both of you. Are going. It's it's high energy it's, for sure. It's what? It's high energy. High energy. Absolutely. She's high energy she and she's awesome. And the other day, I mean, just to get a little bit serious, but also kind of humorous, I this tells you everything you need to know about Alma, okay, and why she's so special. I had a funeral pop up and, you know, funerals are last minute. You don't really plan for them. And it was on a Sunday and I really like I needed to go to this funeral. And I'm like, oh, crud, because my husband was kind of tied up with a lot of work stuff he was backed up on. And I said, I know Sundays are so important to Alma because she's church going. Yes. She's there half the day. And I'm like, crud. So I sent her a note. and I'm like, listen, I never expect you to miss church. Um, but if you have time in the afternoon, even just two hours, so George could go and pop out some work, that would be awesome. And she sent back the most lovely text. And she said, church is important, Carol, but I believe Christ is telling me to help you out in this time. Okay. Which is so darling and so sweet. So I'm like, okay, my heart is panging. And then I go on Facebook and she's talking smack to George, my husband in the next <laughs> post. She's like, because I had a picture of my nieces beating my husband in a soccer game. And she's like, you go get them girls, take them down. And I'm like, okay, one minute. Right. It's like, Christ is asking me to come in the next minute. She's like, take them down. Girl power. It absolutely so she, she is the best. And then the other day we were at the playground and I know, listen, the moms out there, I, I need to learn playground etiquette. Okay. 
because I'm starting to reach that age where there's other kids that are there and they're kind of misbehaving and mom's not saying anything. So there's these 10 year olds on this slide that's really meant for, you know, younger kids and they are animals. They are swinging all over. They're jumping in all the toddler's faces going, scaring them. They're, they're encouraging the toddlers to crawl up the wrong way off these big slides. I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting there. Well, your mom's there. Okay. You can only imagine what she did. Your mom went <laughs> North Carolina redneck gangsta on them. And it right. was so great. And I'm like, finally, right. finally. She's like, you listen to me, young man. You don't tell dollars. And I'm like, ah, this is why I love Alma. Okay. And she would have probably done that with any kid. Any kid, any kid. And I went to my niece and my best friend and my niece is a school teacher. I said, what was the proper way for me to handle this? Because I wanted to, uh, I, listen, kids are going to misbehave. The issue that I left out was that the kid's mother was standing there, I'm doing imitation, watching her children almost hurt toddlers, not just mine. There were three others, little girls sitting there with binkies and like they're swinging in their faces and she's sitting there like this, looking at them. And then she'd look over at me and give me this. It was like some psychopathic smile where I'm like, bitch, you better get on your shit or else I'm going to like, that's going to go down at the playground. So Alma kind of took care of business for me, which was (laughs) really great. And my, my niece and my um, best friend were like, well, I think the best option is to talk to the mom and say, I don't appreciate what's happening. And I'm like, okay, we're, we're well past that because absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Sometimes kids need to be scared straight. Yes. And I could be wrong. And all you moms could write in and say, Carol, you're going to have a lot of problems in school when your son goes to school, but Mm. I'm sorry. I will tell you quickly. I mean, this is my dad's way. There was a little boy that we grew up with named Jimmy. He's a good kid. He was on his dirt bike going down our street one day and he started saying the F word really loud, like, fuck you, fuck you, you know, whatever. And my dad was outside washing the car and he stopped what he was doing. And he said, don't you ever use that word again. Don't you ever come on Third Avenue again. He was right. And I will tell you, Jimmy is 50 years old and he probably still hasn't driven down Third Avenue again. He's so scared. We laughed about it for decades, but kids need to be don't scared you, straight. Absolutely. Don't you think that some of that is the area that you grew up in? Because <laughs> with Jersey. that, we, um, mother has been in the same place for, oh my gosh, I'm 53. I think they were there two years before me. So they've been in the same home yeah. in the same area for 55 years. And again, we're Southern Baptist. Right. And I grew oh, up that so way. Then. It's all about respect. Yeah. You know, yeah. you hold the door, you say please and thank you. Yeah. You always let a lady go first. Yeah, you don't mess with Alma. I'm 50 some years old and she still corrects me every once in a while. Right. So you, and you carry that through. And yeah. then, you know, I just, I've been to New York, been to the West Coast, went to school there. And it helps I, you. I, it absolutely helps you. And I'm not sure that everyone understands that and they have mm-hmm. the same classic, but my mother and I, I'm, I'm fortunate to have both of them with me. And we talk quite frequently, at least two or three times a week. And Thursday evenings are our sort of fun time that we talk more than 15 or 20 minutes. So I get to hear some of the stories and some of them would be, oh my gosh, I was at the playground and I can't believe these kids that yeah. were 10 or 11 years old. And it was clearly only supposed to be two. And, and if I was with her, she was probably 10 shades of red. And yeah. I could just oh, tell she was. she was getting oh, angry. Yeah. And I'm like, mom, it's okay. Just no, it wasn't okay. okay. <laughs> and she, and that's what she said. We took our little guy to the car. But, and, and I got to say, there were other parents with toddlers walking towards that playground, saw that family there and turned around and walked away. Uh, There's a history here, okay? And I noticed that and I said, here we are. By the time Alma and I got to the car, I said, Alma, 
I love you, but I'm thinking very unchristian thoughts right now. So I need you to pray I'm for sure me. She was and too. I'm sure she was. But anyway, <laughs> but the the bottom line is, um, and the lesson I always take away from people like your mom, who I think is so special, and is just my son is absolutely in love with her. He she walks in the door and he's like, party time. Like he just thinks the party's on, and it is. But um, is that you gotta live your life with character. And, you know, I used to write this award show for, you know, a small company event. And I would always, when a presenter would come out, I'd be like, what can I make fun of them for? You know what I mean? Like I can make fun of you for 20 things. You can make fun of me for a lot of things. Absolutely. So I'd always think of something to kind of make the crowd laugh. And this one girl came into my office one time and she said, Carol, this year, can you write something really funny about me? Um, You know, when, when you announced me and I'm like, okay. And she walked out and I was like, oh my gosh, she is so normal. Like she does everything right. right. She doesn't have a, there's no flaw. Like she's just normal and perfect and a good worker. And just, right. and I said, I don't have anything funny to say about this person. Like I, I got nothing. Right. So my, that's kind of our life lesson for, lesson for today. And then we're going to get, get into all the fun design stuff, but it's like live your life with character. It is and with that's character. Alma. And it I'm is. so glad we met through her. It is. Because then you're she, a character too. She loves it. And I've learned all of my positive things from her and nothing negative. Yeah. So if she yeah. hears this or anyone ever sees her and often She's people, one last thing, say that, oh my gosh, I can't believe your nanny is in her upper seventies mm-hmm. or I can't imagine that you would refer her because I did mm-hmm. refer her and she worked with someone for about 12 or 13 right. years. Right. Have to understand a mother's very active. She loves it. So she, she may only be able to do her for four can't. or five hours, but she can get oh out there God. and no. hang with the best of them. Yeah. So um, I'm, we're all going on a trip to Alaska in a couple of weeks and I'm very excited. And I have absolutely no doubt that she's going to outwalk me. Oh yeah, she's everything. Out-talk she's outdoing me. everybody. She's going to outdo everyone. So I probably would be in bed before she will. <laughs> Although I have explained, I was like, you know, the, it sounds a little different up there. I don't know if it sets all <laughs> yeah, the way. Totally. I got it a little screwed up. In so Alaska. it will be, it will be interesting. But yes, well, it's Alma fun. is anyway. I just needed to say that because that's how we met and that's how we bonded. Because yes. it's easy to bond through someone like that yes. who's such a great character and such a great person to have in life. So okay, okay, getting back to design. Um, and we're going to talk about budgeting because I know that's a big thing for you. But you just did a second episode of your Designers Lane podcast, and it was about lighting. And I'm slowly learning how important lighting is um, in everything. You know what I mean? Like even my husband put some up lighting outside around our home with somebody, and it just looks so fantastic at night. And I know that's basic because I'm a rookie. I'm a first time homeowner, so you can make fun of me. It's absolutely huge. You're you got everyone has to check out this episode because I'm telling you in the first two minutes, right? I was texting you going, where the heck do I get that chandelier? Like the first one you showed, I was like, if that's within budget, I got to get that. So tell me about where you went and what that was all about, because it was, it was unbelievable lighting fixtures. That was, and you're absolutely right. Lighting, and I often forget about this. It's not just for inside. It can be outside. Mm-hmm. Uplighting your house, uplighting three or four trees outside. The biggest difference in the world. And if you Big dare it. yourself, it's not tremendously expensive. Um, I'd break it up into a couple hours, a couple days to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Huge difference. A huge, huge difference that's in the world. I would just encourage listeners not to do like blue and red and purple. Keep right, it right. white. Yes. You know, except if it's a fun party, keep it white. Um <laughs> Inside uh, the episode that you're talking about was the second one. And those were actually pictures and photographs and stories of uh, when I went to Dallas, Mm -hmm. which was probably about a month, month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. 
It was hot. Oh my gosh. It, everybody I can imagine. It's hot where you are right no, now. Not, it was, I know. It was hot in Dallas. And my, my cousin lives in Dallas, not to interject, but she sends pictures every day of her car when she's driving, not parked, saying 116 say probably, degrees. I yeah. was going to say it's at least over 100. Yeah, they haven't had days of less than 100 till just now. I think she yes. posted something that said finally, but brutal, it, brutal. It is, okay. it is brutal hot. It. So I uh, always take the early the flight because it's going to be hot. <laughs> Land in Dallas about seven. You know, yes, I don't like the heat. You don't like Live, you were dying. Alaska by Santa Claus, if I could. Me too. Hot. Um, the lighting show, they call it in um, uh, Light Ovation, mm -hmm. and um, it's at the Dallas show. They have it twice a year um, in January, and it's uh, and in the summertime where I always go, it's warm. And it has everything in the world. It has chandeliers, it has sconces, uh, just like the furniture market, but just for lighting. lighting. And cool. I was very fortunate that probably about 10 years ago, someone turned me on to it mm -hmm. and said, look, you really need to go since you're really hands-on and you're so involved in this process, you can see things before they hit the market, during the market. And I was like, yeah. And so I skipped the first year. I was like, sure, I'll go. Yeah. And I just was in awe. There mm -hmm. are so many beautiful things. It's five stories, one building with almost every lighting resource you have. So I go and snap pictures and yeah. take them. The and pictures going, are incredible on your podcast, by the way. That's, thank yeah. you so much. They're wonderful. And uh, it's wonderful to help that's in there. So yeah. I'm constantly taking pictures and I'll send them to clients and some I'll save for down the road, uh, just like countertop material right. that, hey, this is beautiful. Don't necessarily need it in Carol's house right now, but right. maybe down the road you'll need it or there'll be another project. And you take pictures and you see, and you talk to the vendors and you ask questions. Hey, is this particular light fixture going to be available in the next 50 years? You know, mm -hmm. because delays are a thing of life right now in this yeah. industry. Yeah. Or can, is it something I can get in the next couple of weeks? And you kind of get to touch it and mm -hmm. feel it. And mm -hmm. I had some fun with it. I mean, I laugh about it. It's just hot and some of them are dusty and some of the places have good food. Some have bad food. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I formulate where I'm going to go at what time because, uh -huh. you know, curry is going to serve a beautiful lunch, <laughs> but this other place serves a fabulous breakfast. So Look I'm going to be here at I'm going to be here between 12 and 1.30. Where's 30. the coffee spot? We'll be there at 3. It is. It is. And I always laugh because around 5 o'clock, they start serving cocktails and I'm not a huge drinker. <laughs> right. And I always laugh because I start usually around 9. Yeah. And then by 3 or 4, I'm whipped. Yeah. And I laugh at these people. And I'm thinking, how, how are they, they start drinking and I hanging know. out and partying at 5 or 6 o'clock? I mean, I'm like, you know, oh, it's time to eat. It's 5.01. <laughs> it's, okay. it's time to eat. Where's the Not dairy? Great. Where's the baked potato? Yeah, yeah. And at 7.15, 7.30, I'm in bed. Yeah. And then it's just, and I do my little marketing thing and I'm yeah. just tired. My feet hurt, my back hurt. Yeah, it's I'll even thing. sometimes go through some pictures and sometimes post a little bit and yeah. make some notes, but it's a big deal. It is just, that and that's sounds a like beautiful market. It's the primary and Dallas is nice because it's right in the center. It's about halfway right. from Fale. the West Coast. Yeah. Um, uh, halfway from the East Coast. And I love it. I'm like you. I love Delta. So I can jump on my Delta snob. 515 yes. <laughs> in the morning, Delta flight. And I'm there by 7 or 730. Yeah. I can Uber, pick my little thing up at the hotel and I'm ready there when it's open. So yeah. Dallas lighting show for any designers, architects and builders. Definitely worth going. But absolutely. Yeah, but check, check out, the podcast. No, the check pictures. the podcast because everyone I'm telling you, if you need to update something in your house, you know, you want a new chandelier because you've had the same one for 15 years, go check out his episode two, Designers Lane Podcast, because I couldn't get enough of it. Like, it was really cool. It was. I was worried that I would not have enough pictures. I needed like 10 or 15 pictures. Yeah. And I uploaded them to um, uh, our producer. Uh -huh. And all of a sudden, there was like 50. 
And I laughed and I'm yeah. thinking, oh my gosh. So if I talk a minute about it, right. Victor, it's going to be a long be. show. It is. So we narrow it down. So there's lots of beautiful things out there. And the one thing your listeners could definitely consider is, you know, years ago, we didn't have everything available online. You can I go know. online you have to and, drive and hours. order it. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely. So check those out. Definitely really, yeah. really strong possibilities. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk because I think, you know, a lot of my um, listeners or viewers might, you know, they might not be building a home, which I know you generally do, you know, right. from top right. top to bottom. Um, but they might want to spiff up their house. You know, the kids are older now and we don't need to worry about that mess. So they want to say, hey, what can I do? So what would you say are three easy design tips kind of to stay on top of I don't want to call them trends, but you know, you know right. what I mean? It's current. To current. feel updated and current. Yeah, updated correct. and current. Yeah. And that makes a ton of sense because mm-hmm. I've had a couple of people reach out and say, you know what, Eddie, I'm not going to build a $3 million home. No. I'm not going to move, but I want to freshen up. You know, yeah. I want to come current. I don't want to spend a gazillion dollars. Yep. What can I do? So it sounds like that falls right into it. Yep. Um, the, it depends how far you want to take it. Mm-hmm. The easiest thing you can do are always buy pillows. Mm-hmm. Um, pillows range anywhere from 15 to hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're crafty and you can sew, you can go buy fabric um, for um, lots of relatively inexpensive. Yeah. And that can easily happen. Uh, you can paint um, a little bit more money. Um, mm-hmm. You can paint yourself. Still looks wonderful and nice. The other thing which is a little bit more involved you can do is paint your cabinets. Um, Ooh, not a dark color. Mm-hmm. And the big thing, and this is a conversation I had with someone, you have to make sure you hire a good painter mm-hmm. that's on there because if you just willy-nilly do it and don't use a good paint, it's going to wear off in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Staying in the kitchen, something else that you can do is change your hardware. Um, cabinet Ooh, holes or anywhere right. from two or three dollars a piece up to ten so for a hundred bucks you may be able to go in your kitchen and change your hardware now one trick to remember is if you have a knob you either need to go back to a knob or if you go to a lever or Mm -hmm. a pull Mm -hmm. which is straight you have to put that hole in the bottom and work your way up i am not a big fan say if you have a wide drawer Mm -hmm. you have a knob in the middle Mm -hmm. to cover that up fill it in and then put the two holes you're not a fan of that pull okay because what happens over time that cracks and you can see it okay got it that's a great tip so if you have knobs you got to stick with knobs you could just modernize knobs easier to modernize the knobs um there's a couple of things you can do if you're painting your cabinets but again you don't have to paint your cabinets Mm -hmm. um you know we are definitely coming back to a stained um, environment in kitchen cabinets where it's not all painted white. Painted white's beautiful, but we're leaning to stained. So you can look at that and see if that works. But that definitely in your kitchen is an easy fix and not a super expensive fix. Yep. The other thing you can do, which falls back on what you just talked about, is you can change a couple of heights, a couple mm-hmm. of light fixtures. And they don't have to be $1,000 fixtures, mm-hmm. you know, at least a couple hundred. I mean, but still, Lowe's and Home Depot don't want to give them a shameless plug. But right. believe it or not, they have some really nice stuff that's out there. Mm-hmm. You can also go to some local local lighting stores. They may have some discontinued items, buy something that's off the floor. Amazing what a changing a ten or fifteen dollar light fixture to a hundred or two hundred dollar right. light fixture All the will difference. do. Yeah. And it will give you ten or fifteen years. And honestly, if it's something you love and something that's beautiful, it may last 50 years or forever. I mean, my gosh, we buy light fixtures that are 150 and 200 years old and rewire them and spend 
five and True. ten thousand dollars. But they were beautiful and nice to start with, and they're usually more traditional. Although I have to say, back in the forties and fifties, those modern lights are coming on strong, mm-hmm. and they look new and modern. But I got news for you: something that's forty years old or fifty years old is not new. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely right. great options and great fixes. Okay, so I love up. this. So everyone, that just to recap, you you know have a certain budget you want to play with. You could probably get this all done in a month or so, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. you throw find some great new pillows, which I'm a big fan of too. And um, every hu- every husband's going to hate you right now, and it's great because we women we love our pillows. Now, I don't believe a hundred pillows on the bed. Though. No, 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 <laughs> not a hundred pillows. But I mean. Yeah, me and all my girlfriends, we can't resist pillows. And our husband's are like, why the hell do we have so many pillows? But for different seasons. I was going to say seasonal. Totally. There you go. Change them seasonal out. Seasonal pillows help everything. And then like you said, just a, did you say neutral colors for the walls? Is that your neutral thing? Neutral colors for the walls, not dark, not black. Right, uh, nothing extreme. It have to extreme. be super colors. Just so nothing could, right, extreme. So, so you Let can... Your- pillows, your draperies, play your color tone to it. But okay. you can right now, you can go on Amazon and get seasonal pillows for 25 and 30 bucks. You totally. The cover, you whip out the insert, slide a new one in, okay. fold them up, press them. Beautiful. And then one or two more new light fixtures, maybe above the kitchen table. You know what I mean? Yes. Like someplace that's prominent. That you live. That's your right. primary right. place that you spend and time. And then, like you said, perhaps a changing of the knobs on the kitchen or something like that. See, it's it's it can be. It can be done. It always doesn't have Somewhat to be. Somewhat inexpensive. And yes. people will walk in and say, wow, wow, your home looks great. And you didn't have to do all that much. Another item to consider, maybe a few little rugs that you throw down. They get dirty. Yeah. People always think yeah. that, oh, it's in front of the sink. Doesn't matter. You know, when it's white and it looks brown, it's time yeah. to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, we don't, <laughs> to, we don't like that. <laughs> we don't like that. Um, okay. So let's see. Okay. I'm going to switch. I'm going to go to, because I'm a rookie. And like I said, first time homeowner. I know you know this. He's smiling already. Because see, Eddie wants to come into my home and just change a bunch of things, um, which is totally understandable. It's life. It happens. It's, it's life. It's right. what you do. Okay. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I remind Eddie that we have a budget. I remind Eddie that we, As <laughs> that everyone, we have just a child. We have a child. Right. We have the a child, child makes things a little different. Right. 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 Um, but what are some of, and you don't have to get into full detail on them, but some of the rookie mistakes that someone like me might make? I think the biggest one is they don't write down the to- whole project, the total project, and oh, which they is don't budget, scope. and therefore <laughs> right. that leads into your budget. So it's yeah, nice to write down what you're going to do over a five-year time frame, or either over a month or a two-month time frame, what you want to do to finish, and then list it down, and then from there put a dollar amount to it. Because what will happen is you may know, okay, well we're going to spend a thousand or ten thousand dollars. Well, you may pick the most expensive item and not realize that it costs that much, and it sucks up all of your budget. Where Going and buying pillows, a light fixture, and some other items are able to, you're able to accomplish that. Right. And the biggest light change. So that is definitely one of the biggest. Okay. And I have to say, so you'll be proud of us because me and George, my husband and I, we walk around our house inside and outside and we make a list of everything we know. Like we know we need a new washer and dryer. We know we want to do some work on the- that's not pretty, but it's a necessity. And we do work, we want to do work on our front yard because we already redid our backyard. But we write down the whole list and then we chop it up by like quarter. We're like, let's not, because you never know what life's going to throw your way, right? You could have, 
you could get COVID and be out of pocket for oh, and you want it to be finished. Right. You want to so you, see an so, so we say, okay, quarter one of this year are these two things. If we get those done, awesome. You know what I mean? And then financially too, it just helps. It is. And I love it. Prime example. I, I laugh because I um, stalk you on Instagram and on Facebook, although I guess it's not stalking because we're friends. Yeah. And there's a lovely stalk. bear. But I, I didn't understand his Southern oh, accent. Stalk. I thought you said stalk, like oh. you stalk up on something. I'm like, what are you stalking oh, up? No. Okay. You stalk. 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 Right. But I like, right. you do stalk right. me. Like Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh, like I like being stalked by by right. non creepy right. people. So that's good. Okay. So I laughed that I saw the picture of um, your son yeah. with the trains, and of course I send you a text message. Oh my gosh, are your floor <laughs> register covers metal or wood? And it's not supposed to be about the train set and the beautiful fun kid and the laughter. Stop it's it. about this, and the next one is. Is your is your knob white on your cabinet? And one's missing. And one's I wasn't gonna say that. And that's because yeah. Alma hit it because the baby pulled off the knob yes. and we didn't want him to choke. Right. So your mom hit it, which right. is a smart, conscientious thing to do. I want you to we ask might her not next remember week, where, where it we is. Hit it. There, you go. there you go. So I have a missing knob. But what was so great, and it, I think it was a video of my very adorable son dancing to Chuck Berry. It was like a video of him doing one of his dance performances. So you politely replied back on Instagram, how cute, he's so adorable. And then I get the side text with screenshots going, why do I see a metal air supply vent basically right. on your floor? You live at a lake that should be wooden flush and I'm dying. And he goes, and don't get me started on the cabinets. Don't get me started. Right. So, well, hey, you put it on your list. It, I love it. This is why it, I love it. It, it absolutely it's on the list. That was best. And another example is is I believe last week you were looking for an out a new front door. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize it's really involved. They don't realize that evidently they're made out of solid gold. You have to budget for them. I they, had um, no yeah. idea. Yeah. I laughed at the message you sent back and you're like, basically, you know, a few exclamation points and yeah, words. Yeah. that I had no idea these were so flipping expensive. Oh, and oh, and does anyone Ellen. know this? I hope people yes. write in and tell me because right. I I was like, okay, it'll be like a thousand bucks to get a new front door. I had no idea yeah. they range from like twenty five hundred when you add in all the labor plus the parts, like twenty five hundred to fifty thousand dollars for a freaking front for door. For a front door, for a front door, they can add up. And I'm dealing with this right now I, on a project that the clients are like, oh my gosh, is the front door really that much? And I'm thinking, well. It doesn't I had have no to be, idea. but just to let you know, the the bottom line is twenty five hundred dollars at Lowe's, and it goes up to realistically. I mean, one right now I'm working on is twenty thousand dollars for the front door for oh, the yeah. front door, oh, which yeah. is nuts I've heard. in my mind. But again, in LA, God love the LA people. They spend thirty forty thousand dollars on a steel door. More power to you, but it's just you have to break it down. That can't be fifty percent of your budget. Or 100% of your listen, budget. Listen, listen. And I, I told you about it because Don at Lowe's, this guy Don at Lowe's, he he, he hates me. Like, I walk in because I'm frantic because we are having a copperhead snake issue. Oh, gosh, yes. It, we are oh, having yeah. a massive copperhead snake issue in our area of North Carolina. It's like the lead story on the news. This girl's bitten in her garage. This one's, we have had a hot, with the dogs with the wet, puppy lips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything. And and then the and then the medicine to get rid of the snake venom costs fifty grand. I'm like, oh well, that's fun. Right. Okay, so uh, there's you know we have a gap in our front door, and I'm like, so now I'm completely in mom freakout mode. So I'm in Lowe's. I'm like, there are snakes. I need a door, and I need a stat. And this guy's like, you know what this guy said? He goes, usually the men come in looking for the doors. I go, oh no no, my husband has no idea that a snake could fit under that, but right. I know it. Mouse can and a snake can, and we need Don. We need to get to work asap. So yeah. 
and a new door and it has to fit and it takes time and it's yeah. not a thousand bucks it's um, plain and simple so that is one of the things if you have to do to plan for and i also be, um, believe that i spoke that it's not covered necessarily you're not going to have an overhang so anything that doesn't have an overhang is going to take a little bit of tlc especially if it's solid wood and not fiberglass yeah. we're not even getting warranty on new constructions if you don't have an overhang and you do a wood door they won't even give you a warranty on right. it right it's like so, it's but, all you you know things change a little bit uh, not quite the same okay okay so okay back to rookie mistakes what else um one thing that drives also me nuts when i go in yeah. is brass is rose gold on your door handles and that is means it's older so okay on your doors that you physically turn do you mean the outside like front door or uh, the inside more on the inside on the but inside. i'm not a big fan of the brass outside so yeah. when you're walking in the doors and you touch and yes. you turn it what yes. is it what color is it ours is like a silver okay wonderful that's okay. nice we switched them they okay, were they were go. that and our, our house go. was built in 88 so right. they were that gold right. and right away george and i were like that's got to go and that See, could so, be added back to our list of things to do, but that's right. going to cost anywhere between fifteen and a hundred dollars a door. So that's right. not an inexpensive fix, and it takes time to do it. And the big thing you have to remember is not only do you change the handle, you have to change the hinges. Hopefully, yes. change the hinges. Yes, we did. Okay, yes, good. I know. So they have and to it's match. A project. It is a, a project. You don't realize how many doors right. are in your freaking house until right. you go around and well, you're and like, it could be thirty minutes a door. Yes. And if you have 15 or 20 doors or 30 doors, you do the math, it takes a little bit of time. Well, so to start at the bottom, work around the top. Now, did you do round knobs or did you do levers? Um, I think all of them are baby proofed. I'm laughing. So they okay. have like special things over them. I think most are knobs. Okay. Most are turn knobs. But I got to say one thing, and I'm totally not man bashing everybody, but I'm just going to say. So my husband took charge of this right. with our dear friend who's a contractor down the road. And, um, you know. He's a, a dude and, right. and they went around and I go around. I'm like, why does the child's door have a lock on it? No. Like, right. why does the bathroom door have a lock on it? You know what I mean? Because it's the child's bathroom. Like he could go in there, lock the door and turn on the tub. Oh my gosh. I'm like in mom freak out mode. He told you that there was a special key up top on your door sill that you put, but they were right. Your builder friend was right. And your husband was right. That's well, why are they right? private because it has to be locked. Because if you were to sell your house, eventually they're going to want it. But there is a, it almost looks like the bottom. I know what it looks like. I know, but someone always loses it. Well, that's why you put it up really high. You put it up there and you start off with 50 and you, know, you end up with three. But in you know, defense of your husband and okay. your builder friend, okay. they did it. They did it the right. Guys, the guys stick together. They did it right. Okay. And whether it's a knob where it looks like a common yeah. Charlie yeah. Um, or it's a lever, it doesn't matter. I'm just thrilled it's not. Brass. Yep. No, we we did good. We wonderful, did good. Wonderful. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, the other things that I sort of get concerned over, um, and you see a little bit of this right now, not a lot when people paint their rooms black or dark charcoal gray. Mm -hmm. You really have to know what you're doing and you really have to be able to pull it off and you have to be ready down the road. You're going to have to change that color. Black is extremely difficult to change the color over, just like red. Remember when all the mm -hmm. dining rooms were yes. red? Well, it takes about a thousand coats of paint to, to get, get rid, rid of, of that red. Same thing with black. So make sure you know that's what you want to do when you paint it black because okay. it's that's not really gonna, funny because when we're not going to change with a gallon of paint. When we bought our home again, built in '88, the lit, the dining room was all red, yep. and it looked, red like, green. it looked like Clue. It looked like the game Clue. Yep. It looked like there may yes. have been seances held in this room. Okay, it was like kind of you creepy. We were like, that is North Carolina. <laughs> but now we know why the paint bill was what it was because they had to get rid of the red. Okay, it could have it could have easily been five or six coats with primers, and I bet it was that had to be the most expensive paint. So I quickly did a couple projects where I did red front doors and red rooms, and it took 
like probably six or seven coats. And then the, the builder, oh, the spec home was like, oh my gosh, Eddie, it cost as much to paint this one room as it did the entire house because it kept looking pink. Okay. And it, everything is so expensive today. Oh that my it's gosh. Like... Paint is 60, 70, $80 a gallon. Um, and speaking about paint, when you get ready to paint your colors, uh, in one of the notes we put, um, I think a big mistake that people make on paint is they don't do sample pours. They, they, mm. they open this little swatch fan deck, you know, they open mm, it up and say, nice. oh, this one, it looks nice. And they paint it and they go spend probably two or $300 at least on paint for one room. And, you know, then they look 10 hours it. of paint it and they put it up and it dries in three or four hours. And we all say, oh, it's going to change when it dries. <laughs> I know that. Not change that much. It's not going to change that much. You got and what you got. It's not gray. It's purple. It Congrats. is. And if you have the whole room, most people are like, I'm going to live with it. Do those sample boards, spend 50, 60 bucks. Sherwin Williams, who I love, you can buy five, I think it's about $6 right now. You can buy a sample quart, a whole quart of paint, mm -hmm. buy six of them, either paint them on the wall or paint on right. little art boards, put them up because I've walked into many rooms and they, and friends look at me and say, before you say anything, this is not <laughs> the color I wanted and we're not going to spend another $500 to change it. I don't even have to say anything. And often they'll even warn me before I walk right, in the room right. and they're like, and you know, I, with friends, I don't say anything unless I've got to kick my way through the toys. So um, you leave it uh -oh. alone. So, yes, yeah, so um, clean, <laughs> clean up the toys. And by the way, I it's so funny your friends say that because I, we're having my son's birthday party and I, you're coming. And I'm like, oh, shit, Eddie's coming. And I'm like making a list already. Like, oh, here's what happened with that part of the flooring and why I already know. Well, um, I've asked yeah, mom, I've, Alma. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so we were well, what should I know about Carol's house? the other day, the right bush. Um, I thought it was a plastic bag. And she said that it's styrofoam. I was like, has that been fixed? And I think she said, yes, they're working on it. And I was like, what about Is this? that the plants? Yeah. I fixed them because yes, you told me to fix it them. So okay. I I've been very busy, but I went and I fixed those. My my son tore apart the one plant I had outside and it was beautiful. It was fake, but it looked real. And it, the styrofoam was showing. And my husband said, oh, it's cute. He likes to pick apart that bush. It was it gone. Was, it was a styrofoam yeah, ball. Yeah. I have replaced them. So I'm, I'm safe Very there. proud of you. Very there are proud other of you. issues yes. like like I might have this beautiful master bedroom that overlooks the lake with the, with the best view of the lake ever. There might still be children's alligator curtains hanging. Um, they definitely need to go. <laughs> from probably an importance of 20 to an importance of two. Because um, we, yes. we, we haven't gotten to that. We're fighting over what should go in the window. But um, but anyway, we'll get to that when you come to the house. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we should have a follow-up after <laughs> right. the party of right. everything Carol and George have done wrong. Okay, let's get to, um, okay, what are the fads you just can't stand? Like, what are the things when you walk into a home besides kicking the toys? I'm going to clean up the toys, by the way. Right. Um, and alligator curtains and styrofoam balls. What are the things you see and you're like, dude, you got to fix that? Some of those fall into um, design mistakes that people make. I think fads and trends right now that I'm seeing and traveling uh, are super dark cabinets. Um, I think that they're definitely moving towards lighter cabinets. I've seen that and around. leaning towards stained yep. and wood. Uh, people are, now I remember what I forgot to tell you. What? COVID. Things are so different now. People are, two and a half years ago, three years ago, clients would come to me and say, this is what I want in my home. That same person today, if they were to sit and meet with me, say things completely different. Really? They want living. They want more comfortable. Oh, they're spending they're time at home. They're spending time a lot more home. And we're all going to go back to work. You know, God knows we need to. But it's just you're still going to appreciate that value time. And it's just another example of things I don't like that they're realizing is, you know what? All this really super white and light colored furniture isn't going to make 
the test of time. If you have a lifestyle living, which most most of mm-hmm. us do, mm-hmm. you have pets, you have little kids. I don't care what the fabric's made out of. It could be made out of, you know, something from Mars. You sit on it, sweat on it, stand right. on it enough. Right. You're not going to be able to get it clean. And who wants to call someone every other month to clean their furniture? Mm-hmm. So that white is going to be something I think that, well, it already is trending. The cabinets are definitely trending. Um, at the Dallas Lighting Show, I took in a couple of lectures. They cannot move and get away from gray quick enough. Um, they're introducing colors back in. Um, I tell people- Do you mean to paint in the walls? Everything. Lighting okay. fixtures, furniture. Uh, mm-hmm. They are moving away from gray. Great. Now, we I've just never- painted our whole house gray. Right. I've never- um, I like gray because to me, gray is a neutral, but yeah. it may have yeah, a little bit of gray. beige in it. It may right. have a little bit right. of gray undertone to mm-hmm. it. That's where I think something that I'm seeing is definitely moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little bit of a debate, this whole modern farmhouse and ultra modern. I was going to ask you about this. Okay. Right. That's tough one because you don't want to offend half of the population, but I believe that- Farmhouse, modern, mid-century, done differently. In other words, you still keep the windows centered. You still have cool doorsteps or um, stairs inside. You maybe still have angular ceilings. I believe in that, and I think that's wonderful. I think the extreme that we're seeing on some of the modern farmhouses, I believe, are, and again, my opinion, so no hate yeah, now, yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's going to work. And again, clients will come to me, Eddie, we're getting ready to build a house in three years. We're budgeting for, you know, we're finally going to do our dream home. What should we do? Uh, I look at it. What has been torn down in the last five to 10 years? That's what you don't want to build. Right. And then you look at houses that have been standing for 50, 100 years and people are remodeling. That's definitely a safer bet. But if you're a modern person, you can do that. But you can also do um, a transitional home and do modern on the inside. I mean, mm-hmm. you can mix architecture a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you know, and I'm probably going to upset and offend multiple people. And that's great. That's what we need to do. I would keep keeps things the, fun. I wouldn't take the chance on. Um, a lot of the modern modern architecture, modern farmhouse that we've seen right now. Right. There's some okay. out there that's beautiful that's and timeless, good to know. but proceed with caution. Okay. And to your point, we looked before we moved to North Carolina, we were looking in Nashville and all the suburbs and the homes, you know, it's all being built up. So they're all brand new. They're beautiful. But, you know, I saw the whole thing with every, half the rooms are like a barn house door, you know, mm-hmm. the slide, which I do like right. and I think is cool. Right. But is that the sort of thing where it's going to be like uh, six years from now, people are going to be like, oh, my God, that's so 2020. It depends where you put it. And yes, okay. um, if you put it in a great place and you don't have a whole bunch of them and it's nice. Right. Yes, absolutely. Just like the pantry door that had glass that had pantry and bread. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally. No, uh, I remember no. those. Oh my gosh, they they still sell them. That's yeah. what blows my mind. You don't want that. I think it's in it's in certain areas. It's in certain applications. Uh, people, and you don't overdo it. And you don't overdo it. You don't have glass in the doors going into your master bathroom. I know that most of the time we leave them open, but when you want some privacy, mm-hmm. if you've got glass in the door, you can still see through it. I got news. I mean, I may yeah. be Southern, but yeah. I'm not stupid. <laughs> you can still see through it. I mean, if you, I mean, wood, you know, the way I grew what up, wood? what is solid? Privacy. You, know, you, you can't see through it. So definitely, definitely. Okay. Um, so... So can you design a home, whether it's new or not? Like we just, you know, built a home. I mean, we just bought a home built in 88. We redid it all. But can you really do a house without 
getting sucked into trends? Really not, right? You kind of have to re. You kind of have to fluff up your house every ten years or so. Do you agree? Uh, you you. Well, I want to say you constantly need to be doing stuff, but right. probably every ten to fifteen years there needs to be something a major that happens. A refluff on the refluff. <laughs> exactly. uh, it, it happens, but again, it could be paint. And quite frankly, every ten to fifteen years, you need new carpet. If you have carpet, right. you need new paint. Right. Hardwood floors. I'm a fan of real floors because you can sand them and tweak the color a little bit. If the, you know, if it's red oak, you can sort of stain it where it's not as red. If you have engineered certain engineered floors, if you have this pergo and laminate, laminate was really popular 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You can't change it. Okay. Let me ask you, you about that. Though. That was one of my questions. At $8 a foot, $10 a square foot. Okay. But that's one of my questions because we have hardwood floors. Yay. No. What color? Uh-oh, uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> Things are going to go downhill really fast. We were told if we put the laminates above them that the hardwood, okay, who cares? I don't care if they're saved. I really don't care. The bottom line is every mom I spoke to said hardwood floors are really hard with kids. They're going to spill crap all over them. You're going to potty train. They're going to pee all over them. And they need to be so protected that you're going to be a maniac. So just suck it up and get the ones that look like wood but aren't. And I took the mom advice as opposed to, and I'm scared right now because well, I see his, I see his ears kind of twitching right now. I almost disagree with everything that's said, okay. but I always fall back into it's your money and it's your yeah. life. Um, my analogy is when I hear this and I hear it every once in a while that there are wood floors down in houses that I love looking at old historical homes, mm-hmm. especially in Wilmington. When I travel, I usually do that, mm-hmm. that are hundreds of years old. Mm-hmm. And guess what they are? They are real wood floors. There you go. Yeah. So, and I have a feeling that they had kids. Um, they had help. <laughs> they had dogs. I'm sure they had a little puke and a little pee on the floor and they cleaned okay. it up. Point so, taken, point um, taken. I think it's where you are in life. You know, do you want quick and easy? Do you want aesthetics? Uh, the, the nice thing with solid floors is you, I mean, they're three quarters of an inch thick and mm-hmm. then you can sand them and, and do what you want to do. Are you going to have mis- you know, stuff that happens. Absolutely. I have friends that have hardwood floors that they've not touched them in probably 20 years and they're showing some wear, but they want to wait. And until they don't have to do it anymore, because again, it's probably $3 a foot right now to have them sanded and refinished. You got to take all of the furniture out, Mm -hmm. but I got news for you. You have to do that. If you're going to change the floor, Um, there's some beautiful laminates, LVPs, luxury vinyl plank that you can put down, which is probably what you have beautiful and nice, but I got news for you. It's not inexpensive. You know, everyone thinks it's cheaper than hardwood floors floors. It's, it's really not definitely easy to clean up, but it's not the real thing. Um, and you know, it's something that is discussed. Sometimes we'll use that in secondary game rooms where the kids are going to play, but for the most part, you know, show me a house. You're a hard, you're a hardwood floor guy. And you, your, your, your example of it, of the older homes is a great one. Because I got to say, I feel like that, that in the bathroom, but that goes for right. Wow, <laughs> the grossest, yeah, grossest right. water. I not go that far. Who right. knows? Right. But yeah, yes. But okay, but um, to your point, like it's amazing how things back that were done back in the day are kind of they're I don't know what the word not better but sturdier. You they're know, like sturdier, my mother in law, my mother in law, God bless her, not all of them. She has this garbage disposal that she's probably had for Forever. who knows yes. 
And this thing, I mean, my mother, unless she made more her Greek that. meal, she's throwing yeah. pasta down there. And I'm watching like, and that thing's grinding. She has never had a problem. And then we salt. move in. Yes. Right. And then we don't, she puts everything down that thing. And then she comes to visit. We're like, whoa, yeah, yeah. The, our garbage disposal, they just don't make them like they used to, right? No, no they don't make Same air with conditioners. Toilets. They don't make toilets. They don't make garbage disposal. I bought... I built my house. I've probably been in there 20 years yeah. and had a garbage disposal, which I love because I grew up one and didn't have it. And I was like, right. the one thing I want when I can build my house, is I'm going to have a garbage disposal. Right. Well, it stopped up at Thanksgiving when I had 15 people course, over and I was peeling potatoes and made deviled eggs, which I love. Again, I'm Southern. You're very good at deviled so, eggs. So reached out to my friend that manages Ferguson's. And I was like, why in the world did this back up? And they're like, what'd you put in? And I was like, potato skins. I built potatoes. <laughs> and they were like, you're not supposed to put potato skins in yeah. there. And I was like, oh, so the 10 pounds that I peeled and put in there clearly wasn't a mistake. And they're like, Eddie, my gosh, you've been doing this forever. You should know that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what type of disposal costs $300 yeah. that I can't put anything in the world? Yeah. But that's where we are. But and your mother, got, we, I bet your mother puts potato pills in her. Oh, she puts everything. I'm yes. telling you. Yes. Oh, yeah. The bestizio, the old pasta from yes. the, yes. you know, yeah, it's yes. it's what? And I'm like, yeah, you have the best garbage disposal on the planet. She also has the best shower. Uh, I mean, that water, water comes water. down. It's yes. like a massage on your body. She I'm probably like, doesn't have the restrictors, but if she buys a new one, she's going to have the exactly. restrictors. Exactly. We won't let her. Right. Because it's the best. We go in there. We're like, we're like in the spa. I it's will fantastic. never, ever yeah. tell you and disagree that there is a trick to get more water on the new ones. But I've never heard that. Would never tell anyone about that. <laughs> There's a trick. So okay. I just, so you maybe know. you have to listen to Eddie's future podcast yes. and maybe he'll and give little hints how to get better Definitely. water pressure is all we're saying. Um. Okay, let's see. I have two more questions. Um, what is the most important room in any home? I believe, and this is Eddie's opinion, that it is the areas that you spend the most time in. Okay. Um, which, and fortunately, in return, you're going to get your biggest return. And yeah. it's going to be your, your kitchen area mm -hmm. first and your great room, mm -hmm. I think, is really, really nice. And okay. I think your master bathroom is important. You spend, oh, that's you a good spend one. some time that's in there. Um Kids' bathrooms, kids' spaces, be conservative, careful. Uh, formal living rooms are definitely way of the past. Yeah, I love no dining rooms. I'm a dining room freak. If you've ever come over, I've got a dining room that's 25 feet long that I can seat 16 people at one table. Love it because I believe that family time is so nice and so important. It's a Southern thing. So I've never on all my plans, obviously they don't always have to be that big, but I push for people to make them as large as they can and spend some family point. time. I got a point here. Okay, so when we walked into this home, I kept telling my husband, I'm not going to like this home. It's older. It is on a slope. I mean, we have a great lake view, but there's no backyard. We have a child. I, I bitched about everything. And I said, if we walk into this home and I actually like it, I will give you a foot massage every night for the next year. Okay. We walk in. Should have told the, me he cut his toenails. I, <laughs> vomit. Okay. So we walk in and the lake view from the great room, so to speak, is tremendous. And I'm like, Oh, but then to your point about the dining room, which it's the kitchen for us, right. I turned. It is the biggest kitchen I've ever seen with a place. I think I could see it about Incredible. 14. Incredible. And I'm like, and then it has a lake view on top of it. So I'm like, perfect. It's all glass. I said, wait a second. This is our this is our future Christmas Eve dinners. And then I can extend it. I fit 20 people at our 
you know, in our kitchen. People want to hang out with a you. A big kitchen. And you know what everyone knows that we're going to say. I mean, right. you look at any holiday. You will have the greatest, you know, I don't know, formal living room. Yep. Everyone's in the flipping kitchen. Yep. Nobody wants to leave the kitchen for You're some right. reason. It's Food is love. I don't know. It's a place of love and comfort. And so when I, what sold me on the home is the size of our kitchen, which you're going to be proud about. So I scored yes. there because it sounds like it's like your dining room. I could seat so many people. Um, but I, my husband has never gotten a foot massage. So he still brings this up all the time and you'll probably hear about it. But anyway, um, okay, so good. So um, the rooms you will spend the most time in, obviously. And I like the master bedroom. I mean, master bathroom. That's a really... And those are also going to give you your biggest return. So whether you're building or whether you're remodeling or fixing up or refreshing or bringing current, nine times out of 10, probably 80 to 100% of what you spend in your kitchen and in your master bath, you're going to get back. Mm-hmm. Every bit of it, unless you buy a $5,000 faucet, then you right. probably get $100 back. Okay. But yes, without a doubt. And Thank again, you. you see those. That's where you live. Think about where you live, where you spend the bulk of your time. Most of us, we may start with a big, huge home. We stay in those common areas. Right. We have two rooms that are everything. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Without okay. a doubt. Without a doubt. Okay. 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 One personal question to end, because I always like to end on a fun note. Okay. Okay. okay what's Pancakes. Your... <laughs> what? <laughs> What's your biggest fear in life? What is it? My biggest fear is in it a, alligator curtains in a lakefront bedroom. That's my second <laughs> biggest fear in life. Um, it used to be falling out of a building when I was in college in California because of earthquakes. I would have nightmares about that. Now that I'm not in LA and West Coast anymore, here I have to say um, it's a tide. I freak out over weather. I am the first one to let anyone know if there's a tornado coming within three hours or there's a warning the day before. And if you want to be on my list, I'll gladly add you. These are all weather-related things. It is my, okay. my aunt and my mother. We no, I'm on it. About you, you send me notes so all the time. Do. I he do does. It. He sends me notes. He's like, the, the red storm area is <laughs> headed your way in 20 minutes, Carol. I'm like, right. okay, good to Oh, my gosh. It's over your you in the closet. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. So it's that. And then, we have a lot of crazy weather in North Carolina. We do so have crazy weather. In our defense, like tornado, you know, tornado. And hurricanes whatever. and Hurricane, winds and yeah, storms. Yeah. Probably the other biggest one and more realistic is is dying alone, is, is death. As you get older, you're not as afraid of it. Mm-hmm. But we've had death in our family. And mm-hmm. then my parents have been very open about when a family member is passing or Mm -hmm. dying, I've been there. They Mm -hmm. are not the ones to hide me and shield me. And that probably scares me the most is who is it going to be and what's it going to be like? It's hard not to get emotional. I know. And it is. It's Again, I was just at a funeral on and your mom helped me watch a little guy. And I said to the family, I said, it's a black, it's, it's a black hole. You can't even describe how you feel after there's no, but I do think um, I said this to my college roommates when we were talking at 2 a.m. Um, <laughs> this past week. And I said, you know, as I get older and I look at life, I've lost some young friends, you know, um, especially over the last 10 years. And I said, and I miss them so much. I miss my grandparents, you know, but when you lose a friend young, it's an entirely different thing. And and I'm like, I think older people are so at peace because so many people in their lives are gone that they almost have something to look forward to. Right. Now, the only thing that's hard is having a child. Like, because right. like I used to be on an airplane and there would be like crazy turbulence. Okay. Crazy turbulence. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going down. Okay. Right. So this is when I was like 
30. And I'm like, this is it. And I was actually at peace. I was like, you know something? I've lived a good life. That must have been life. a really bad flight. Oh I was like, oh yeah, I've had a bunch of them. I've had a bunch. <laughs> was it only with but, you? But I'm, like, but I'm like, I, you know, I've lived a good life. I've been good to people. I right. feel at peace if this is it. Like I really would feel that way. Right. And it wasn't a religious thing. It was just a me thing until I had a child. Every, it's like, no, because you need to be there for that. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, no, no, no. Get us out of the turbulence now. It's a, um, yeah, it's a weird thing. And it's, uh, I think it, it also changes a little bit when you love the people that you're around. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm very fortunate that I get along with all of my family, my brother, his children, my nephews, both of my parents, my friends, um, my friends, most of them, almost 99% are still married. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that dynamic changes because I really, truly care and they care about me. Right. Where there's other people I've listened to your podcasts and stuff that they don't have, you know, as many friends right. or they don't right. have family or they don't like their parents. I love right. my parents. They're the greatest right. people. They are. Not they saying are. that we didn't have our challenges. Everyone does when of they grow but I, you drove your parents be, crazy. I'm sure I drove them. Yeah. Yes. With my foot on With yes. love. With, with love, love. With love. But with yeah, love. they're they're yes. the best. Yes. And again, it goes back to what we said about Alma in the beginning, which is live your life with character. You know what I mean? Have fun. And truth. Yeah. Character and truth, you know, and, and open and, the door for people and say please and thank you. Yeah, You're right. When I was goes, in California, people looked at me like I was like, do I have a horn on my head or something? Right. And it's because I opened the door for someone or I said, please and thank you. And I often do that before the checkout person or the register. Right. And they would look at you like, oh, my gosh. Right. Like, I'm thinking, do I have is my zipper down? You know, I uh, <laughs> probably I, I always say that. A, even a smile to a stranger, oh, huge. you're walking, you're exercising, you're walking down a street in New York, just a smile can change a person's entire day. You don't Absolutely. know what they're going through. Without a doubt. You know, and Without I try to doubt. keep that in perspective too, because I used to be so bitchy about it. I used to be like, oh my gosh, I saw this girl in the grocery line and she was such, this woman in the grocery line, she was such a witch. And, this, and I'm like, I don't know what just happened to that woman. These are the things you learn as you get older. I like, was going to say, I think age has a little her bit partner. to do with Maybe she yeah. just found out she has an illness. Like you got to just step back except those kids on the playground who yes. are who yes, yes. are going to remember the they get two sets of teeth so it's <laughs> just saying just saying so we're not we're not yet we're just we're just <laughs> not saying. an advocate of violence but just, just saying. saying okay so everybody everybody needs to check out Eddie's podcast designers lane uh, i love watching it on youtube because of the visuals yes i love i mean he's a he's a designer he's a high end home designer so obviously he shows stuff that's incredible, but it's Designers Lane podcast is also on Spotify and all Apple, uh, everything yes. else it could be on. Different mediums. And that it's I once a week. Even know anything. It is once a week. Okay. And, and your website. keep it once a week. Yeah. Um, my website is same thing, eddywriterdesigns.com. And we have a, um, a website that drives a little bit for the Designers Lane podcast. So if you don't want to Google it, which everyone can do now or do the search engine, it will take you there. You can always go to that website too. So awesome. most definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for well, coming in. Having with me it's today. It's been fun and wonderful. It has. It's I been know. Great. I can't wait for you to see my house next week. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Well, everybody. All right. Don't forget to like our episode. Subscribe to Hollywood Sports Mom. Subscribe to Designers Lane Podcast. Because yes. don't you want to be friends with us? Like we're kind Subscribing's of subscribing is a big deal. Not just viewing. A big deal. We're both and we're of fun our to podcasts. hang out with. Yeah. I mean, we are yeah, right. It is. You should Beer see the Carrie. drinks when the drinks Beer are flowing. Like up. things get crazy. Okay. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Eddie. And we will. See See you next time. Thank you.